Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. We're back here on the program. It's time to catch up with Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation, who is uh, joining us today. Miss Amanda, how are you? Doing great, thank you, and I hope you're the same. Yeah, doing good, doing good, and uh, hoping that, um, you know, things are going well at, over at Beasley, and um, I guess you've kind of found your rhythm now a little bit, maybe over there. Well, we have, and and it's it's all good, and you know, it's the type of business that has peaks and valleys, mm-hmm. and with school starting and everything, it's a bit slower than uh, uh, surgery wise and whatnot. But that happens every year, so you know, it's just all part of it. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, we're being able to serve our clients um, in the wellness area and. Uh, product and everything as they're needing to be served did you find during the um during this time between march and 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 when school went back that when when you saw maybe a different clientele did you did you find i guess my question here and that is did you find that uh, some people found you uh, that didn't know about the services of Beasley. They, I believe you're entirely correct, absolutely. Um, and, you know, there were uh, a lot of vets who weren't taking new new clients and, mm-hmm. and people moving into the area. And so it's just, I know of one vet um, that a gentleman came down from Cookville to see him because he couldn't get in any closer. Wow. I mean, so it's it's been just a really different world and not predictable and what may be today may not be tomorrow boy you not predictable that that is that's the word of the day there for sure uh that's that's definitely what we've gone through here but uh, still i'm i'm sure uh no guest in the lobby and and things like that it's you're still doing that. Cur- it's yeah. still curbside and um we appreciate everybody's patience because i know that on these hot days sitting in your car in line and the staff is really working as rapidly and as efficiently and as safely as they possibly can and so a kudos have to go out to them yeah i know it's been it's been kind of a tough time for nonprofits, uh, especially having to figure out new ways to try to raise funds and things like that too you know exactly and that was just a discussion that i had Oh, a couple of days ago with one of my board members, you know, what's it going to look like? How are we going to approach this? And we don't know yeah. because there, there's, it's, there are no answers at this point in time. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to plan for like a, a spring event because you don't know what things are going to look like in the spring. That, you know? that is true. And we are still planning our paws and pearls uh, and just going ahead like getting everything, all of our ducks in a row and, and et cetera. And then if we have to change again like we did last spring, then so be it. Yeah. But uh, hopefully we'll uh, be able to have paws and pearls in, was that 2021? Yeah, boy. <laughs> it's got to be better than 2020, right? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Amanda Oliver joining us today uh, with the Beasley Animal Foundation. We always like to... Um, 
catch up and find out what's going on with with Beasley and and then uh, also have some conversation about uh, our dogs and cats and and things that uh, you're seeing now and, and today's topic is going to be interesting because um, we typically in our household we've got two uh, two dogs we typically have not had an issue with fleas but for some reason this year i mean and these, these these are dogs that don't really venture out much out of the yard uh, and and inside the house but we've had a little flea problem this year well you know i've heard other people who have also and it it just takes one flea i yeah. mean you can be out for 2 minutes and a squirrel could have dropped it you know a you know i don't know if you have raccoons or opossums or anything like that wandering through your property rabbits rabbits that's another source of of ah. of uh, uh cars that fleas and ticks can can ride on mm-hmm. through your yard um but anyway it's just um they can be out for a minute or they may not go out at all and you may walk in and you have a have a passenger riding on the uh your shoe or your sock and will jump off in the house you know i didn't i I didn't think about that at all um it seems like we've got maybe um a few more little wildlife critters hanging around the house Mm -hmm. uh squirrels and 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 rabbits especially and uh this year more so than normal i don't know if it's because we're noticing that kind of stuff more or not but um regardless uh, that that it probably explains where we get our fleas, I guess. And and it's it's just and we don't know at night what wanders through our subdivisions. Yeah. And so many of the wilder animals are coming in where years ago they never did. Well, they but don't have anywhere else to go. I guess. Exactly. It it's that's their habitat is being consumed by, by us. So, what what does one do? Do you have any tips on uh, what is best for fleas and ticks with our fur babies? Well, prevention's better than anything. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that that I didn't I'd forgotten a flea can jump two feet high. That's crazy. <laughs> and they can live as few as thirteen days or up to twelve months, depending on the environment, and produce millions of offspring. Uh, especially those that live for a year, I would assume. Oh, gosh. I tell you, it's, it's just, um, and, you know, you need to check your cat or dog uh, for f- symptoms of, of fleas. And basically, it's the same uh, with either canine or feline. You know, you can look for the flea dirt, which is the droppings from the flea in their hair. Or if there's some animals get allergic dermatitis, um and hair loss, ex- excessive licking and scratching and itching and um, pale gums because uh, uh, fleas can uh, fleas and ticks both can really um, deplete the blood supply of the animals and especially if they're kittens and puppies, it's it can really cause anemia. Um, tapeworms, fleas can cause. Uh, if they've been on an animal and bitten them that have had uh, tapeworm, then they, oh, can, they carry that. They huh? can carry. Wow, did not know that. And if and if the animal swallows it, you know it's just uh, so that's that's where your tapeworms come from. Wow. Okay. Well, that that's interesting to to think about too. Um, I hope no one's having breakfast right now. <laughs> Or well, lunch and listening to this. <laughs> I, I'm sure, you know, it, and it just happens. You know, all of a sudden you've 
you've got fleas, and if you've got one, you've got more than one. Oh, absolutely, and to get rid of them is is really, um, really hard to do because they get in the rugs and the upholstery, uh, and they really thrive in humid climates, uh, temperature 65 to 80 degrees. I would have thought this weather might have been too hot for them, but oh well, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and what one thing I didn't realize was that fleas consume 15 times their own body weight in blood. Wow. And even though they're tiny little things, but, you know, if there are a number of them, that's uh, where the danger of anemia comes in. I guess so, yeah. So uh, w- when you say prevention... Um, what are what are some things that that you suspect are are the best for us to try to do? Because you know I, they're a pest as well. I mean they're they're itchy. Don't, I, I know our dogs are. You can always tell if, if they've got because they're not used to having something on them like that. So they always are scratching around. Sure, and and it's you know they're uh, they're topical. Uh, products and their oral treatments and shampoos and sprays and powders. Um, I um, keep a flea and tick collar on my dogs. Um, However, there are a lot of really good topical products and you'd need to speak to your vet to see what would be best for your particular animal because some animals can handle one product but not another, mm-hmm. just like we can some I mean you might be able to take penicillin and I might not be able to. Right. So it's you know, check with your vet. Um, and that's and but never use a product that a dog for a dog on a cat because there's two totally different creatures there gotcha well that that's uh yeah we we use the flea collars and, and they seem to do just as well with that and does, doesn't really bother them and uh haircut really helped too we <laughs> determined I, I bet i bet <laughs> just not as much fur and hair to uh to deal with and uh that that kind of seemed to help with our our issues on that the the biggest thing is these fleas and ticks we haven't talked a lot about ticks but uh, all of these you need to check your animal especially this time of the year frequently just to make sure that you don't have a problem exactly and and uh you know one thing that i had forgotten is that our the ticks which i mean i've got a yeah. They just, ugh, <laughs> you know? know, but they're arachnids, just like spiders and mites are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and they can, they transmit diseases like tear, uh, deer ticks transmit uh, Lyme disease. So they're, uh, if, okay, if the, if the tick has been on the deer and drops off and gets on, on your, your pet, your dog, then they can contract Lyme disease. Uh, in the cat world, there's a, a disease called Bob, uh, the slang is bobcat fever, and it's uh, Cytox something, something, something. And it it really is a, a lethal. If a uh, uh, bobcat has had this disease and this uh, creature gets on your cat um, and they get sick from this, it's usually a death sentence. I mean, there have been some that have not passed away. Cause, and I had personal experience from that with a beautiful, they're all beautiful to me. <laughs> one's, one's 
inside and out. So, but that's something to really, to really think about and keep an eye on it. If your animals become lethargic or not acting uh, the way they normally do, get them immediately to a vet so that they can really check them out. Yeah. Some uh, some great tips here. Um, fleas, ticks, and, and typically we see that go down in the winter time, but not necessarily totally go away either. Because we don't have hard enough freezes yeah. to really get rid of them, uh, so still have to keep an eye open for it. Good, uh, good stuff. Good information there, uh, Amanda. Tell me a little bit about. Um, uh, where we can find more about Beasley Animal Foundation online and um, things of that nature. Um, well, there's uh, BeasleyAnimalFoundation.org is our website. Uh, BeasleyAnimalClinic.com is the clinic website. And um, probably all of your questions uh, concerning our services and products, etc., and times that we're open can be answered from just reading our website. Uh, if we're having um, so many calls come in, which we're having a hard time getting to because of the way we're having to uh, do our curbside service and whatnot. So if you've called us and we've not gotten back to you immediately, we're so sorry, but it usually these calls have to go uh, be picked up at the end of the day to get back to you. So if it's an emergency, you need to go to a full-service vet. Okay, very good. Beasley, B-E-E-S-L-E-Y, too, by the way. And uh, that's going to do it today, Miss Amanda. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we'll see you next time. And that's going to do it for our program. Hope you have a good day, everybody.